This is the Dash Podcast, and I'm your host, Trey Gamage. You're now listening to a special series of flashback episodes. You have heard, or now you know, that we're in the middle of promoting Every Decision Counts, eight lessons I wish they taught me in school. And as you'll hear over the next few weeks, each lesson was inspired by an episode of the Dash Podcast. So what I wanted to do is take those old episodes, episode 2, 3, 9, 12. I wanted to take those and just reintroduce them to you so you can understand some of the foundations of this book. I wanted you to get the perspective of the entirety of Every Decision Counts and understand where some of the inspiration from this book comes from. These episodes are still in their original format, so it has the same introduction, the same interview. I just wanted to do a little introduction for you here. So I hope you enjoyed this flashback episode. And as always, I want to know and hear your comments and feedback. So leave a comment when you're done, share it with your friends, and help talk to us about why every decision counts. Welcome to The Dash. This is Trey Gamage. I'm here live from East Race Muscle Gym in South Bend, Indiana. So you might hear a few weights clinking around. You might hear some music in the background and some some natural sounds going on because I'm here with Robert Torres, who is doing everything here and just worked me out to the absolute bone. I am a D1 athlete. I work out often. I do a lot of things, and I use exercise for reasons to grow mentally. Um, And this guy just broke me, broke me past about six barriers that I did not know existed. Uh, So here we are today providing you with some challenging, meaningful, significant conversation Um, and just want to keep it real as possible. We've already been talking for about an hour and a half, so um, we're going to continue talking and continue this conversation and and hope you enjoy the same thing. So Robert, if we are here right now, just finished this workout and what you kept telling me is about mentality and every time I felt myself wanting to stop or wanting to quit or feeling broken, you switched up the exercise or you just said you got it and I trusted you every time. Um, as a trainer, as a coach in the weight room, what does it mean to you to push people past where they can already go or where they think they can go? See, there's, there's always room for improvement. You know, like there's, there's, you, you, you better yourself each and every day and I, I just want to show people that it's possible each and every day. You, you're at a barrier, but you can push past it each and every day. Mm. And it's it's all about just envisioning and, and trusting in y- yourself and the people around you. Just like you said, trust you trusted me to push you past that barrier, you know. But at the same time, it's just like you had to you had to trust yourself to trust me. Mm-hmm. So you know, you just just know what you're capable. Of. Don't think don't don't limit yourself, you know, because boundaries they 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 stunt your growth. Yeah. You know, it's just like. Like I told you when you when you did one extra set, and I was just like, see, you just push past another boundary, yeah. you already stopped. And it's just showing you that there, there's always room for improvement. Mm-hmm. There's always there's always room to do more. Just just a little bit more. Maybe it's one rep. Maybe it's just one inch right. of something. But right. All the little things amount to something big. Right. And you said that too. And we started off even even from the start off of the workout, and it's something I haven't done since I graduated in a formal sport. But taking my time to warm up my muscles first by myself and then the dynamic warm-up. And not only are you working out, not only are we in here getting swole, but you're telling me why we're doing these things and how it's going to open up my hips, hips, strengthen my shoulders, get my shoulder work in. And you're telling me how the things are working as we're doing it. So this isn't just exercise. This ain't just, this ain't just 
collecting the check. This is a lifestyle. It's school. You mm. know, you you learn stuff each and every day. You know, if a, a, a day of not learning something is a wasted day to me. Mm. You know, so you gotta try and prosper yourself each and every day. When I tell people better yourself each and every day, whether it's from learning to doing an extra rep to to just anything in general, you know, learning something about your, your nutrition and mm. stuff like that, you know, you're adding value to you, you're adding more knowledge to you so you can apply it to your life, you know, and it's, and, and those are what I tell you, like, these, these little amount things and just help better you each right. and every day. Right, and I, and I see where you are now um, in, in physically, mentally, emotionally, and you just had a little one on the way, congratulations. Thank you, thank you. Speaking of the little things and starting, where did you start from just a lifestyle standpoint, because we said it's not it's not working out. It's a lifestyle that you're talking about. So when did you start paying attention to the little things and doing little things right to get to where you are now? Um, you know, it all starts when when you're a child. You know, going through a lot of uh, adversity. You know, it's, there's always gonna be that. You know, but. With the fitness aspect, I mean, I probably started when I was about 22, mm. 21, 22. Uh, I see my dad; he was a uh, he's a bit he's a diabetic. Okay. So you know, and it's just I. They say you want to learn from the people around you, mm. you know. So you know, I just learned to not take his route, mm. you know, because. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be taking insulin for the rest of my life. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I, I'd rather pay for for uh, good food, good groceries and stuff right. than a hospital bill right. each and any other day because, wow. you know, when, when you're sitting in that bed for hours at a time, them drawing bloods, now you're wasting time, mm-hmm. you're wasting your money. And when, when you could have nipped it in the butt from the first time just by right. eating right and just exercising. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, yeah. I, and... Yeah. I was at a point in my life where, you know, I was content, you know, just, yeah, I, when I got out of high school, I just didn't work out no more, didn't play mm. sports, and just, you know, just very settled, mm. and, you know, I, I just told myself, like, man, if I if I get into settling ways, what do you think is going to come about? Right. My, You see your father, you know? Yeah. N- no disrespect to him. I love that man to death, but you just showed me something not what to be, True. you know, versus to that what to become, like, try, like I, I couldn't just become that, you know. Mm. I just wanted mm-hmm. to help people to to avoid that route. Yeah, and that's a that's a beautiful direction that you just that you just said right there. In, in that, you said you love your dad, but he showed you the direction not to take. How do you continue living your life and learning from other people's, I'm going to say in quotations, mistake, um, and not holding that against them, but continuing to grow and learn from that process? Like, what, where did you learn that, or what, what, what kind of happened for you to learn that process? Because that's a lot of awareness for you to be able to do um, that. You learn in the streets, man. <laughs> to be real, you know, I grew up fast. You know, it's just like... Grew up in the streets, you know, and and. What do you mean by grew up in the streets? I mean, you call it, you know, the the people the that that life that rappers rap about. Mm. That's that's what I did, mm. you know, and it, you know, it's you got to be aware to be in the streets. Streets teach you so much, you know. You got to be aware of the people that's around you, you know. Mm. Be you got you got to be a just good judge of character. You just you're aware. You start becoming aware of what's around you just from. The people, uh, the people that are directing you the right way, the right. bad way. You know, the people that that 
that want to see you shine and people that don't want to see you mm. shine. You know, and then you're going to start learning from what they do, how they react, and just you start picking up things real right. quick, you know, and it's like, I just learned that, all right, that route he's taken got him in jail. Yeah, yeah. You know, or that route he's took and got him shot. Hmm. Or, you know, that route he took, you know, got him, got him all honors in school. Hmm. You know, wow. now you start, now you start to wow. learn the ins and outs, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you said you had all A's in school. Yeah, I mean, there was a point of time where, you know, I was, I was, I was, Messing around, you know, I, my, <laughs> my grades fell off, you know. Okay. But then uh, once I got back on track uh, and I knew my potential and I, and I trusted myself and, you know, mm. I got my, myself back up to being an all-A student. Um, I graduated late, though, you know, but still better late than never. Right. You know? And you said you were the speaker for your class. Yep. I spoke for my class. Uh, they did a newspaper article on me, talk, talked about my story because... When I when I did my speech, I told him my story, mm. you know, because you know I came from the streets, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just letting him know that you can still graduate. It's possible right. you, with all A's and speak for your class <laughs> and make a newspaper article front page. Yeah. You know, it's just anything's possible. Yeah. You know, and when you and that was just one of the first things that I found out that you know when when they say what's impossible and you show them wrong, mm. you start finding out everything is possible. Wow. And, and it's not, it's, you're not talking about astronomical things. You're not talking about creating Facebook. You're not talking about creating a billion dollar empire. You're talking about doing an extra rep. You're talking about going to class and, and deciding the people that are around you. Um, what, what's changed between the people that were around you then and when you were in a mindset that was street-minded and, and was kept keeping you in a dark place, if I can say that, I don't know if that's true, yes. um, as opposed to the people that are around you now and the mindset that you have now? Well, the difference is right now, I mean, I still keep in contact with a lot of my old friends and stuff, but I just... I. I give them different, 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 a different me mm. to let them know that they're like, cause I, what I, what happened to me, I want for them. Okay. Because that's. that's you trying to bring them with I, you? Yeah, I'm trying to bring okay. them with me. You know, cause it's just like, we all started at the same standpoint. Yeah. And I just want to let them know that if if this is the life you want to change to, I I can help you. I can mm. help direct you. You know, I'm mm. not perfect, but I do know blueprints to help right, you out right, you know right. and you know and the people that surround me still you know uh, I got of course I got other friends and stuff that that mm-hmm. help me mentor me and stuff like that but you know it's iron sharp as iron no you doubt. know and I keep those my other friends around too to to to, to still learn from their mistakes mm. show them too right. that, you know you can capitalize on your mistakes yeah. look at me living testimony no doubt it, and you have it's, it's, there's different forms of art because we've talked about the arts and crafts as I said you know as we were working out I can tell that this was and what made it easy for me to trust you is because I knew this was not just exercise for you um, and you said you read magazines and you do things but you go deeper than that you know and I can tell by your conversation the way you do it this is an art form um, just like a podcast is my art form do you see art forms in other people like when you look at other people's work um, is there can you see like wow I see that they're doing something similar to me in a different way does that make sense yeah um, yeah I, I pay attention to I, I, to everything you know I don't sell people short for who they are or what mm-hmm. they do you know everybody's great in their in their own way everybody's okay. made everybody was kind of made different different you know what I'm yeah. saying so everybody got 
maybe someone could jump higher maybe someone can uh, can hold their body weight to 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 a standpoint better than a lot of other people right. muscle endurance as we call it and um you know, there's just there's just everybody has that uniqueness, that niche about them. Mm. You know, so you mm. gotta you gotta those are that's what that's what that's what makes people who they are. Right. You know, it's just right. like I can't you know I can't knock someone for them being yeah. who they are. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So it's just like I take pride in all that. You know, but it's just it just shows that we're all different. Mm. And and this is your vehicle to change my life. You know, so as I'm, I'm working on my art form and my craft, I mentioned to you that I, I want to be broken. I want to take my life to the next level physically, mentally, spiritually, financially, business-wise. I want to take that in through the work that you're doing in this gym. It's helping me bust through the barriers with God, my barriers with my finances, with my scheduling and my discipline. Um, that's a purpose. Yes. You have a purpose. This isn't just a passion. A passion is great, and you have to start with passion. Um, you mentioned that your passion started with basketball, and you've always had a love for physical activity and doing this and doing things to help people. When did it become a purpose? When did it become a vehicle to change lives? Um, to honestly answer that question, I didn't make it a purpose. God made it. A, mm. God made it a purpose. You know, to you know, doing His work. I told Him take take the wheels. Okay. Okay. Take, take the steering wheel. Yeah. And uh, this is what it led to, you know, okay. praying each and every day, you know, gave me an opportunity to train people now, uh, mentor people, mm. uh, whether physically, mentally, uh, spiritually, you know, is 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 God's purpose. You know, right. I just told him just take the right. wheel, you know. Right. I like like someone told me, you. Uh, you know this. This isn't. This isn't our life. It's. It's. It's God's life to mm-hmm. to live for Him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I'm doing it for the man upstairs. And and what happened? How did How did He show you that this was your direction? You know what I'm saying? How did How did what What moment or was there a moment that happened? Like wow, this is how God is using me in this life, and this is how this is my vehicle. Um. Or was it kind of always with you? It was just always with me because, like, I always gave out good energy. Like, when mm. I, even when I was doing wrong, you know, I was still trying to, you know, everybody does, you know, they make bad decisions and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. But I, I never felt really like it was me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. in the streets and stuff like that. Yeah. I never really felt like it was me, you yeah. know. So it's just like I always thought there was another side to like, man, you know you're better than this. Right. You know, you stand for something. Look, look at your family. Look mm-hmm. at, you know, what, do you think your mom would be proud to look at you like this? You know what I'm saying? So it's just like so many situations lead up to just your purpose, man. And, and, and you can't be naive to, to all the pu- puzzle pieces connected. Yeah. You know, it's just like yeah. you can't. And, the, and the dots connect going backwards. Yeah. How far back can you connect the dots? We're here right now in the gym. I remember meeting you when I was... 14 years old at Penn High School, I think, and I didn't know what you were into at the time. I knew, I knew your name, I knew who you were, but I didn't, I didn't understand the magnitude of, of who you were. Um, but you did always give off that positive energy, and you were always a positive person. And I never, I still don't think you were ever a bad person. I don't think that anything that <laughs> you do in the street <laughs> means anything about the kind of person that you are. It's, it's your situation or where you at at that true, time. True. Um, 
connecting those dots and connecting that purpose from where you are and where you are now, how far back can you go and see the, the string of happenings that have led up to where you are today? Since I was young, like, I've just always been about family, you know, uh, just caring for one another, you mm. know, and loving my, my neighbors, you know, I never tried to give out bad vibes. I was always trying to give out good vibes. So that being said, um, they say they say God is love. Mm-hmm. And, you know, always. I just try to love everybody around me, True. you know. So, like, and that's, and that's just the beginning thing. I just never wanted to give off that image. It's just when you're in the streets, it's just... It, there's a lot of prideful people. There's mm. a lot of pride out there. So, you know, you got to be a man at the end of the day. Stand on your own two feet, as we would say in quotations. But, like, yeah. once you start learning to put that pride pride away, yeah. you know, you start loving the people around you and loving yourself. Mm-hmm. So, it's just, man, I just feel like all those strings led up to who I am now, right man. Now. Just trying to trying to be the, the loving person that I think God put me on this earth to be. Yeah, yeah, that's real. That's And that's deep. Um, about this time last year, I started to hit that kind of, um, that pride, the egocentric. I'm still young. I'm 24 years old. And last year, I won an international speech contest and was the best speaker in South Carolina. Um, and, and went to Washington, D.C. to compete against the top 100 speakers in the world from 142 countries and 30,000 people who started that competition. So you can imagine how big my head was and yes. how, how much my head was blown up at that time. And um, one of the first emails that I got after I won that competition was from a woman named Geneva Anderson. And she was like, Trey, congratulations on your victory. I don't think you deserved it. I didn't even think you was top three. As a matter of fact, be prepared because you're going in the shark-infested waters and you have a lot of work to do. Um, but with that being said, I think that you can do it, blah, 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 blah. We went to training. She made me mad. She pissed me off off a bunch of times. We almost had to stop working together. But she asked me a question that I think is still changing my life. And she said, what is the story you're afraid to tell? And that question hit me then, but it's still hitting me now. Because even that speech on that world stage, I went first and gave the best speech of my life. And I also gave the worst speech of my my life because I crafted my story and I crafted my message so that it was so perfect that it was not real. Um, And by virtue of trying to tell the story I was afraid to tell, I didn't tell that story at all. So it was not authentic. Um, Has there been a story in your life maybe that you've already told? Is there a story that you were afraid to tell about who you were as a person um, that you had to release to get you into your next level? Yeah, man. that's a good. That's a good question, man. Yeah, I mean, you can sit there and and, and think on that question. Yeah, for, for years. For years, like you like you said, you're doing. But um, stories are like all your stories built up together makes who you are. Right. True. True. You know, so I, there was there was times I went through shelter homes. You know, my mom. We struggling, living in shelter homes, mm. food getting donated to us at a young age. Um, father wasn't there. Um, going in the streets, you know, had to, man, you had to lit. You had to carry that metal, man. You had, right. you had to carry that gun, right. man. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You had to carry. You, you you had to fend for yourself. Oh. You know, your mom wasn't there. You know, to, to give you money. So you, mm. had to, you know, you had to 
find a way to Hustle. make it happen. You gotta, you gotta make it happen, you know. So you gotta, you, you gotta make ends meet. I mean, at the end of the day, you had to eat. Mm-hmm. The people around you had to eat. That was always my mentality, you know. People around me had to eat, so yeah. you know, that's where that caring, caring thing was coming. Cause I, couldn't, I couldn't see me be the only person eating. I had to be the next person around me, you know. Yeah. It's just you know, I want everybody around me to be, to be happy. Mm. What does it take? What does it take to carry that kind of weight on your shoulders? Um, we, we've all got a different story. I've never been immersed or involved in the street, but I know that myself, I've had people, at times I've had to carry people on my back or family on my back or friends. But what's it like to, to be in a situation where you don't have any help um, from people that are older than elders and have to carry the people around you on your back? What's, what's it like to hold that weight? You ever heard that... that 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 saying is sink or swim. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when your back is against the wall, and you got to sink or swim, which one are you gonna choose? You gotta swim. You gotta swim. Mm. So mm. at the end of the day, like yeah, it was tough, but I knew I had to swim. Wow. I had to swim, bro. Wow. Like there's no, there's 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 no. There's no other answer to that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just you gotta swim. So, so I think there's a there's a misconception about people who are in the streets for whatever reason, whether it be homeless, selling drugs, in a gang, um, guns, whatever the case is. I think there's a misconception that these people want to be, or that you want to be doing this, or you want to carry a gun on you all day. Um, and maybe you thought you wanted to, but you, it wasn't really a choice, like you said. You didn't. You had to swim, and this is what you're doing. Uh, and a lot of people don't make it out. How did you make it out of that? You didn't have a choice. You didn't have another way. How did you? How did you create another way out? You know what? There was a lot, a lot of people around me making it out. So it's either you become the one to make it out and show a blueprint to mm. get out, or you become a statistic just like everybody else. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like there was, there was no other option but wow. to make it out. You know, because yeah. I was one of the friends that just was always helping. You know, getting my shirt on my back. Uh, you know, if you, had some, if you didn't have nowhere to co- go to, come, come to my house. You mm. know? So it was just like I was kind of already that person that was, right. that was people were leaning on, leaning on to make it. Mm. So they left me with no other choice but to get out, to sink or swim. Wow! Wow! Damn! Damn! And at what point was it? What did you realize that it's on you and nobody else? That it's on you uh, and God to get out of your direction. Because you, some people sink. Some people sink. So what, what rose up in you? What kind of purpose in you rose up or came up to you to say, I'm, I'm swimming, man. And I'm not, this ain't the direction I'm swimming because I don't lead to a good hole. Well, I, I sit there and be like, is this, is, this, is this the best version of you? Mm. Is, this, is, this, is this the best you can do? So, like... And and to look back, you know, they always say, do something that that do something now that your future will thank you for. Mm. So when you think about that, it's just like, all right, if I want to make it to the future, what do you have to do? Mm. Mm. Who do you have to be? Yeah, who do you have to be? Yeah. Wow. Wow. What what's the difference between? who you were then and who you are now so when you ask yourself that question at 22 or 23 years old or when you decided to go full time what, what, what did you have to do to become the person that you are now the 
person I had to become. A lot of it. I mean, I was always, I was always a loving and caring person. But I had to, I had to get my knowledge up, man. You know, because it's just like if if if, uh, if I want them, if I want them to be in a better place, I gotta position myself to be in a better place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Finding ways to to get my cup full so I can. Right. Pour on to others and let them know that there's another. Boundaries stunt your growth and your situations create your purpose. This is a great conversation with Robert Torres and believe me, it's not done yet. We're just in the process of transitioning inside the gym to outside in the parking lot. And when we made that transition, there was a complete shift in the conversation. So there's two parts to this episode, sink or swim and make new mistakes. If you've got the time right now, go to Make New Mistakes and check out that episode. There's three more top takeaways, quotes, and side notes, and a much more down-to-earth kind of presence of conversation, and we both kind of just let loose and are shooting our guns a little bit. So check out that part of the episode, and go to TreyGamers.com and SoundCloud for more information. This is The Dash.